Chill Downs, Kentucky Derby, run for the roses, baby. We all a yeehaw, and we turn them loose. It's the Derby, baby, it's the what you gonna do. Get your little jewel and your fancy hat, cause the run for the roses is where you at. It's your boy Cole Ford from Churchill Downs, from the infield, y'all, best party in town. If you're here, then you know what I'm talking about. Sipping on a mint jewel, cause how we do it. Lord have mercy, I love this race, and ain't nothing like that hat for brave. Good looking women in the millionaires row, it's the greatest two minutes that you ever know. We all a yeehaw, and we turn them loose. It's the Derby, baby, it's so what you gonna do. Get your men drew up in your fancy hat, cause the run for the roses is where you at. We all a yeehaw, and we turn them loose. It's the Derby, baby, it's so what you gonna do. Get your men drew up in your fancy hat, cause the run for the roses is where you at. When we talk about Kentucky, it's the Derby race. We in place to show, it's the place to go. Open the gate, down the back straight, the finish line is near, so scream, yell, and cheer. Bring on the roses and all the glory, pop the champagne down the victory lane. The greatest two minutes in sports, ain't nothing better than a thoroughbred horse. So tell me what you think about this, I guarantee you folks you don't want to miss. Springtime in Kentucky, it's the Derby, baby, it's the Do You Feel Lucky. This is In the Know for Friday, April 30, the 120th day of 2021. This is Oaks Day. There are 245 days left in the year. Good morning, MD, guiding you through In the Know at K105 on Litchfield Country Station, 1039 The Moose, live online at K105.com, via the Apple and Android smartphone app using the SoundCloud or iTunes podcast, on Facebook Watch, on YouTube Live, on Periscope, and the hashtag is In the Know. Coming up today, we will update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the Commonwealth and the country as all eyes will be setting on Churchill Downs in Kentucky this weekend as Derby and Oaks 147 on the way. That and a whole lot more coming up today here on In the No. Settling into my left, rolling Mach 9 with her hair on fire. Here's my beautiful wife, the beautiful girl. It's B. Good morning, sweetheart. Good morning. How you doing? I'm good. You were showing me a video. Happy, uh, yeah, uh, happy Oaks Day to you. Yeah. Uh, you were showing me a video last night from uh, ten years ago when you took your brood of ducks yes. to school yes. to one of Anna's uh, classrooms, mm-hmm. and it uh, it reminded me. Have you seen? Um, it reminded me that you used to be a pretty a pretty serious duck farmer. Yes, I was. I, I'd like to introduce you to Long Boy. A very tall duck and the University of York's unofficial mascot. I believe this is going to be in uh, in Great Britain. But can have you seen, uh, have you ever seen a duck this tall? I have not. This is almost uh, if you crossed a giraffe with a duck. Which I love both. This is, I know you do. This is, might be what you would, uh, yeah. what you would get. I was really impressed with it. that. I've never seen anything like that. Long boy, B-O-I is the name of that uh, mascot and that duck. He's the five-time winner of the coveted Ohio NewsHawk Award, two-time Silver Sound nominee covering every corner of the globe, London, Moscow, Paris, Washington, and even Concord. Sam Gormley and the Sparks. Morning, Sam. Morning, Ralph. Happy Oaks Day to you. Happy Oaks. Do you know where uh, Concord is? I've heard of Concord, yes. You can get to Duff, New you Hampshire? can get to Concord, not that one. Not this, one's, this one's different. It is? The, the, people in the, the people in the Concord I'm talking about have Kentucky accents. Oh, okay. They don't have okay. New Hampshire accents. What's a New Hampshire accent? New Hampshire. <laughs> it's New Hampshire. 
Yeah, start the car. It's a little Boston-esque. A little Boston? <laughs> a little Boston-esque. Because you know. I went to college with someone from Vermont, and he didn't really have much of an accent. He didn't? So, no. Hmm. Um, Maybe he's from uh, where they make all that coffee. Yeah, he was from uh, an hour east of Burlington. Okay, so that sounds like... I'd tell you the town, but I don't know it, and nor if I told you... Would anyone know it? Yeah. So I need to know before we uh, talk about Oaks and Derby weather, uh, have you made your Derby pick yet? Yes. Or will, You have made it. Okay, so yes. you don't have, have to use the, have, this hour. I have my long shot and I have my, my real one. All right, Miss Buckles, have you made a decision or are you still waiting? I don't need to know them now. I just need to know if you're still trying to figure it out. Well, I have three. Oh, okay. All right. So, but if I had to come down to one... I know what it would be. All right. Very good. Looking forward to hear it later in the show. Uh, Oaks Day weather is going to be sunny and windy. That's what you can expect for today. Tomorrow will be warmer than today, so Derby Day looking better. We uh, are also, and our friends at Wave 3, the Wave 3 storm tracking team, are tracking an active setup next week with multiple systems bringing a risk for heavy rain and thunderstorms next week. But uh, now through the weekend, though, there's a chance of rain maybe Sunday night. But Oaks Day, windy, mostly sunny, 72. Mostly clear, 43 tonight. A little cooler than you might hope for. And then tomorrow, mostly sunny, pleasant. And 75 is the high for uh, the center of the region. We may get to about 72 nice. here between the lakes. It's going to be picture perfect. You may you may be taking... Uh, taking a suntan while I'm busy making derby food tomorrow. Is that it, probably what's going to happen? It would not be the first time. It, I know I know, it would definitely not be the first time. I'm saying conditions are going to line mm-hmm. up for it to be favorable for you to do that tomorrow. Governor Andy Bashir visited three eastern Kentucky counties yesterday to encourage residents and business owners to apply for federal aid following the presidential disaster declaration due to severe weather and mudslides. We had a rough February. Uh, weather-wise, in the Commonwealth. So he was touring by air. Uh, Breathitt, Clay, Estill Floyd, Johnson, Lee, McGoffin, Martin, and Powell counties. I don't know that he toured all of those, but uh, those are the areas of concern, primarily eastern Kentucky. Also yesterday, his office released uh, a report, 796 new COVID-19 cases confirmed over the previous 24 hours. Brings the all-time total to 443,000 and some change. Twelve coronavirus-related deaths reported yesterday. Two of those were audits. The rolling seven-day positivity rate rose just barely from 3.11 to 3.12. If you look at the COVID map, still continuing to look good. Hospitalizations decreased by 12. Uh, patients on ventilators went down by 14. That's good. And the rolling vaccination total as of yesterday about 39% of the state's population. So 1.751 and 500 Kentuckians have received at least uh, one dose of the COVID-19 vaccines. The menu, you got your Pfizer, you got your Moderna, you got your Johnson & Johnson, and which is, except for supply line issues, is back on the table now for a, a possibility. I also heard that... Um, Josh Embry from Grayson County Health was on Shop Local Litchfield last hour and heard him say that if you're a younger person, if you're the uh, if you're 16 and older, you are not you're not able to get the Moderna vaccine. You're able to get the Pfizer vaccine, so that'll be the the two dose. So, well, and I was reading on the way in this morning or heard it somewhere. Uh, Moderna apparently is because they're the one that has to keep their vaccine really really cold, 
and supposedly that they have figured out how to not have to have it keep kept that cold. So in the coming months, hopefully that that will help the process get even quicker for them to vaccinate. That'd be nice. Uh, air travel geek me has started following UPS Air. Uh, on Twitter over the last couple of months, and so I get to see the UPS pilots checking in from remote locations around the globe, and um, I'm getting to see them like deliver their first doses of vaccine to Brazil or to and and they're checking in, you know, when they're they're showing video and getting there. How excited the people are! They're saying, "Hey, this is the first vaccine that we're there." So uh, I think we got a camera that's locked, Sam. If you can. I think it's. Yeah, it's all right. <laughs> I mean, it's me, but it's, I mean, you know, like, uh, just, uh, <laughs> you've not moved in you were, a you, long time. <laughs> you were in deep thought over there. Like, what, what's uh, what's going on over there? Uh, a Litchfield man has suffered critical injuries in a two-vehicle accident in Clarkson yesterday morning, about six twenty. Grayson County Chief Deputy Jared Mudd and Lieutenant Sonny Petit, along with Clarkson and Litchfield Fire and Rescue EMS and other first responders, reported to the thirty-six hundred block of Elizabethtown Road. Um, investigators are saying 49-year-old Chase Michaels of Falls of Rough was traveling east in a curve when he swerved about a foot into the opposing lane of travel, struck a westbound Dodge Ram uh, being driven by 57-year-old Michael Lindsay. The impact spun the uh, passenger car around and into a ditch. Lindsay, though, lost control of the truck and entered a ditch where the truck rolled side to side at least once, ejecting Lindsay from the vehicle. The uh, He was transported by EMS to Owensboro Health Twin Lakes before being taken by EMS to UofL Hospital with life-threatening injuries. Um, they, would have f- oh, they would have flown Mr. Lindsay to Louisville, but uh, weather conditions were not favorable yesterday for air travel. Um, Michaels and his passenger, 43-year-old Sherry Clark of Falls Rough, were not injured in the accident. Uh, Lindsay is a former constable and was recently sworn in as a special deputy with the Grayson County Sheriff's Office. Uh, KSP is investigating. That's, that's the road closure that we told you about briefly yesterday, and they were detouring traffic during the reconstruction. I know they were very concerned about um, the conditions of uh, of of Michael Lindsay. I, I'm not. I don't have any updated information, but I know there were a lot of concerns yesterday morning. So we certainly pray for the best. And uh, if there's updated information, I I don't have it at this hour. But if we get it, we'll certainly uh, be willing to pass it along to you. One of Grayson County's most wanted has been arrested in Ohio County. A 48-year-old Ronald Haycraft was wanted in Grayson County for possession of a controlled substance, possession of drug paraphernalia, and some other charges. He was arrested Friday night by the Beaverdam Police Department on drug-related charges lodged in the Ohio County Detention Center and been transferred to the Grayson County Detention Center. Now, that uh, new program that the Grayson County Sheriff's Office is doing, uh, the Grayson County Most Wanted, has proven to be very fruitful and effective in uh, acquiring people. Now, this one was acquired by law enforcement. This wasn't a tip and said, hey, I know where you can find so-and-so. But but it still works? It does work. No matter It does work no matter what and uh, successful endeavor. Representative Samara Heverin uh, has released uh, an update on um, broadband and what's called delivering the last mile of broadband to Kentucky homes. You can read about that at K105.com, and one of the reasons that I mention it is because um, Representative Heverin will be here on Monday, and that's some of what we'll talk about is uh, broadband, but we'll also look back on the session 
the legislative session in Frankfurt and then maybe what will be on the horizon. So looking forward to getting caught up with her on uh, Monday. A Kentucky judge has tossed out contracts awarded to six health insurance companies signing flaws in the state's bidding process for $8 billion in state Medicaid business. Franklin Circuit Judge Philip Shepard ordered the state to rebid the entire package. The flaws cast a cloud over the process's legitimacy, according to Judge Shepard's ruling that was issued on Wednesday. It would make the third time Kentucky will have to seek bids for the contracts, which are out are for outside companies to manage health care for people covered by Medicaid. In a brief statement, the state cabinet for health and family services said the judge's orders are being reviewed and next steps are being determined. You know what next steps might be? An appeal? An appeal. <laughs> could be. Could be a next step. The uh, Kentucky Agriculture Commissioner, Ryan Quarles, has said that Kentucky has licensed 445 hemp growers to cultivate up to 12,000 acres in 2021 as the hemp market continues to face supply chain issues. The Ag Department also licensed 140 hemp processors and handlers this year. The Agriculture Department said it oversaw 970 licensed growers and 178 processors in 2020. So just to do the comparison, two years ago, or for last year's crop, 970 licensed hemp growers, 445 in 2021. Three years ago, we were told, hemp was the way of the future in Kentucky. And I hope that this doesn't turn out to be a boondoggle. And I'm not ready to give up on it yet by any stretch of the imagination. But here we are in derby season. This foal is having a hard time finding its footing. You know, when you have a big processor like Gincana, which goes belly up, and you got investors in that, and then people, you know, lose investment opportunity, and then there's no one to process the hemp. Then downrange of that, you've got farmers stuck with a product that they don't know what to do with that is basically invaluable. I'm no expert on hemp, but I do understand understand basic economies and markets and supply chains. I hope they can get this figured out. And maybe it was a case where they there were too many people trying to do it, and there was not as much opportunity in it. Maybe they did. Maybe they tried to run before they could crawl. So perhaps this is an opportunity to you'll see that sometimes to get the ship righted. Yeah, but, I and think then it's, you also have to wonder how much COVID. I mean, I know ag is different than that, but at the same time, you don't know how much that had an impact on things. It, I think, you know, I think, I think you would be hard pressed to find an area that it didn't have that, impact that was not impacted on one way or another. In some ways, good, and definitely in in some ways bad. We started off on Monday. Uh, telling you about it being National Work Zone Awareness Week. And so we'll kind of wrap up the week with a conversation with Chris Jesse. He's the uh, spokesperson for the, and the uh, public affairs officer with the District 4, the Kentucky Transportation Cabinet, friend of the show. Good morning, Chris. Welcome back. Good morning. How are you? We're doing very well. Of course, it's uh, Oaks Day. Uh, it's Derby weekend. It's busy. But uh, also, tis the season for... Lots of highway projects. We've seen uh, transportation cabinet people busy in our district a lot this week, and a good time to kind of shine a spotlight on safety. It is. Uh, you know, I, I have my Derby high vis on. It's a plaid, uh, yellow and orange. I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> but, it looks uh, very fashionable. It's a, a good idea. I need to market that. But, um, yeah, you know, Last year, uh, 905 crashes in work zones in Kentucky that resulted in six fatalities overall. And 
Um, you know that, that and you know the thing is most of those are preventable. Uh, they're they're uh, incidents that um, you know weren't because of mechanical failures or anything like that. They were uh, uh, many of them attributed to distractions, things like that. So uh, you know they're preventable and just like. Uh, you're behind a microphone. I'm at a desk today. You know, the, our workers, uh, contractors, state workers out there, county workers, uh, you know, it's everybody's work zone, uh, safety week. Uh, but, you know, that's their office uh, when they're out there working. Um, you know, if you blow through a construction zone, uh, you know, the, the thing they have to do is always be aware, looking over their shoulder. But, uh, you know, there are certainly people that go through construction zones and things that happen that, you know, quickly get their attention. And, uh, you know, just uh, they don't need to be you know, nervous out there while they're doing their job. They need to be able to do that in confidence, and we can certainly all help them as we drive through there. But slowing down, paying attention to signs, that kind of thing. All of us have occupational hazards, but most of us don't have them where we have to be worried about an 80-mile-an-hour projectile coming into <laughs> our workspace. Sure. And, sure. And, and I was going to say, until, you know, we, we even our crews that are out on you know, our state highways, you know, they're, they're you know, over curves, around hills, blind curves, those kind of things. And I mean, those are certainly dangerous. But I'm going to tell you, even at that, and until you go and stand on the, the shoulder or get in a work zone on the parkway or on I-65 or one of the high-speed roads, I mean, you really just, uh, it's a, it is, it's nervous just being out there. You just don't realize how quickly things are moving down the road and how quickly, just like you said, how quickly something can happen and get out of control. It can happen in the blink of an eye. It's not very often that I have to pull over in the uh, emergency lane for any particular reason. Uh, there are time to time that I'll maybe stop when a phone call has to be made or a, a message has to be returned, and I'm trying to make good decisions on that. But sometimes when you pull over, you you don't understand until you stop there on the side of the road the force in which oh, you yeah. feel <laughs> when vehicular traffic goes by. So imagine being a person trying to ride a piece of equipment or somebody who's flagging on the road. Imagine what they must feel like. I just think we re- we very much take that for granted. We do, and, and even if you know, it's a good thing to to, to pull over if you've got to take you know. If a bee flies in your car, if you spill a drink, or you know whatever, it's a good idea to pull over. Certainly, rather than try to deal with those things or take a phone call, as you mentioned, that's uh, going to be in depth. Uh, you know, from, instead of driving. But at the same time, if you're on the parkway, if you're on 65, if you're on one of the parkways, it, you know, pulling over to the shoulder sometimes uh, isn't enough. Get, you know, and it depends upon where you are certainly, but get off the road. And if you have a breakdown, don't sit in your vehicle. Um, you know, I know it could be hot and, and those kind of things, but it, it, I, I'm going to tell you as a motorist driving with my family, if, if I had a flat tire on my way to vacation, I'm going to Florida or wherever, we get stuck on the interstate, my car gets disabled, we're getting out of our car, I'm going as far away from the travel lanes as I can get. Um, I've seen too many incidents. We've had them you know, hit fire trucks, we've had them hit motorists stranded, we've had them hit tour buses. Um, again, and it can happen so quickly. So get as far off the road. Uh, don't sit in those vehicles. Uh, you know, uh, when, when something like that happens, either. There, help on it. There's always been distracted driving since there was since there was distracted riding before there was distracted driving. But oh, yeah. in the last twenty years, though, and and probably the last quarter century, it gets worse all the time. Distracted driving has made quantum leaps in how much it's affecting people driving my guess is it's the number one concern among highway safety it, it, it really is and you know uh, 
not to steal a, a word, <laughs> but you know, many people in you know that advocate for that those causes have called it a pandemic for a long time, and they really have. And um, you know, we all kind of probably rationalize and, and do the risk reward thing in our mind when we're driving down the road. And we make a decision to to eat, or we make a decision to make a phone call, or or hit send on a text message, whatever the case may be. But I'm going to tell you, being a parent too. Uh, really brings me back around to um, you know those those whole thoughts of what I tell my kid to do, what I want my kid to do, what I want my kid to be responsible for, and then I think, well, do I hold that same standard for me as an adult? Because it's not just me, Mark. Uh, when I'm driving down the road and I'm doing something, that person coming at me, I'm going 60, they're going 60, we're closing in at 120 miles an hour. Yeah. It's there, it's them too. It's not just to be on the road. So that's the same thing with safety belts. You know, people can say a lot of times, uh, you know, let's buckle up, be safe. And then somebody will say, well, it's my choice. It is. But when you lose control of that vehicle, the thing that keeps you in your seat and makes you perhaps even be able to regain control of your vehicle rather than being sloshed around is that seat belt. And if you're, you know, dodging someone else on the road, it, it's not just you. It's everyone else on the road, too. So it's it's offense and defense. So... Um, there are so many things to consider, and sometimes we don't think about how it can affect not just us, but everyone else. Very good. Good information. Uh, we just all need to make a pledge to make better decisions and, and do better, both, as you mentioned, offensively and defensively. And uh, we'll we'll try and do better out there, Chris. Mark, hidden stash. That sounds like a derby winner to me. Good. You 147th, Ryan for the Roses. You knew I was Hidden about stash. to ask you, and uh, also female trainer as well. Yes. So you get a you get a bonus there. Uh, Chris, good to talk to you as always. Hope your derby horse wins, unless it's not mine. <laughs> Thanks, Mark. Right, talk care. to you soon. That's Chris Jesse from the Kentucky Transportation Cabinet. Good information. Uh, Sam, before we get to break, NFL draft last night. Uh, Kentucky did get in the scorebook, yes? Yeah, Jamin Davis was picked by the Washington football team. Yeah, I still want to say, you know, the R word, but uh, not allowed. They're the Washington football team now. We're not allowed to say what their which is uh, awesome mascot that he's was historically. Pick overall, yeah. Uh, he gets like a twelve million dollars signing bonus or that's, something too. That, that's awesome. It's life changing money. Amazing. Yeah. And the, the, I also like the way all the players had their pods. Of course, Trevor Lawrence uh, went number one on, on the draft, but I really liked the all their pods that they had to be able to uh, step out and see the other draftees go through. So it worked pretty well last night. Pretty entertaining. Uh, other rounds continue. Still keeping an eye on other cats who are in the NFL draft today. So we got to get to a break. We'll come back. We've got plenty more on the way. Hang around here on In the Know. Now the race is on and here comes pride up the backstretch. Heartaches are going to the inside. My tears are holding back. They're trying not to fall. My heart's out of the running. True love stretched for another's sake. The race is on and it looks like heartaches. And the winner loses all. Bam, 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 bam. Today is Adopt a Shelter Pet Day today. I was uh, hearing about the pet of the week on Shop Local Litchfield last night. I saw a picture of it, too. You did? Yes. And then I saw where last week's pet of the week got adopted this week. That's good. good. Uh, Patch, that's good news to hear. Today is uh, Honesty Day today. No fibbing. No fibbing. (laughs) No fibbing today. It is Bugs Bunny Day. Bugs Bunny made his debut in uh, cartoon this date in 1938. uh, He was originally credited as the Happy Rabbit. And really, what rabbit's not happy if you think about it? 
It's oatmeal cookie day today. Tomorrow, Derby Day, May Day. In Hawaii, it's called Lay Day. School Principal's Day tomorrow. My mom's a retired one. She is. Mm -hmm. Nice. Uh, Adele, happy retired school principal's day. That's what I'm going to modify that. And (laughs) Sunday is play your ukulele day. Not your ukulele. It's your ukulele. Can you play the the ukulele? I can, but not very well. I've not been invited to play Carnegie Hall, but if I'll just practice a little more, I'll probably get there. Uh, Truffle day on Sunday as well. So The chocolate or the mushroom? The chocolate. The chocolate. I suppose your mileage may vary. You might decide that you want to do, you want to do something else, and that's fine if you if you choose that. Tomorrow also launches off a new month, a whole new month of celebrations. I mean, you've got obviously we'll end the month, almost end the month with Memorial Day. We kick it off with Derby Day. See those those of us in Kentucky, we get we get bonus holidays in May that other people don't necessarily get because you know we just consider Kentucky Derby Day a holiday. It is odd that the Oaks is running in April. Yeah. There's only one way that can happen, and that's when May 1 falls on Saturday. So no matter what, it's first Saturday in May. But then again, last year's was in September, so. That's true. <laughs> I shouldn't say no matter what. So we got to – how about that? What are the odds of April and September being the back-to-back Oaks days? Can I just say that I really did not recognize last year's Derby? We were at the beach, I, yeah. and I, don't even I just know. sort of said, no, I couldn't I even tell you who won. I don't know. I didn't. I So it's been weird, though, as I've been doing menu prep. I've been looking and thinking, I haven't done this for two years because, not, of course, we didn't do it last year. But then I didn't do it in September. I, we didn't. We didn't have Derby Day in September. It was just that's when they that's when they ran it. So it's kind of odd. But uh, the I'm month really of excited. Just saying. Yeah, you're excited. I'm excited too. Uh, now I'm not excited about having put forth the effort, but I am. <laughs> I'm excited about the outcome. Uh, May is Foster Care Month. It's Date Your Mate Month. It's Mystery Month, Bike Month, Hamburger Month, Salad Month. Yeah, like pasta salad. <laughs> I don't. I bet that's not the type of salad that they're. But how about chicken salad? Tuna salad. Tuna salad. Mm-hmm. It could be. Egg salad. Was I right, though, about scampi yesterday? You you don't hear I, about other scampies. You no, only hear about it, one kind of scampi. I do, that was my grandma's favorite. Shrimp, scamp, shrimp scampi. She loved understand. it. Derby date is tomorrow. Also, Mother Goose Day is tomorrow. Big fan. Then, of course, next week, Star Wars Day. Mm-hmm. May the 4th yeah. be with you. Uh, then Cinco de Mayo is on Wednesday. On Friday, it's International Tuba Day. Okay. So I'm really looking forward to it. <laughs> Play that funky tuba, white boy. I prefer International Trombone Day, but I'm more of a trumpet. May 9 is Lilac Sunday. Uh, May 9 is also National Babysitter's Day. Mother's May, Day, too, right? May, yeah. May 12th is going to be Limerick Day. Just keep moving. <laughs> can't tell most of my limericks <laughs> may 14 is dance like a chicken day may 18th is no dirty dishes day today i think we might should buy some banners to put in our house <laughs> so make sure everybody on the place as you say knows that may 18th is no dirty dishes day 
May 21 is National Bike to Work Day. May 22 is Buy a Musical Instrument Today, might I suggest a tuba. National Brown Baggot Day on May 25th. World Otter Day is on May 26th. Don't Fry Friday is on May 28th. And Memorial Day is May 31. So we have got wow. holidays bookended in May if you're a Kentuckian. May 1 Derby Day, May 31 is Memorial Day. So celebrate accordingly. The unofficial kickoff to, to summer. You know, normally when it's on the 24th or the 25th or the 26th, it feels like it's coming early. Well, the day after Memorial Day is June 1. That's hard to, kind of hard to wrap my mind around. So you ready to celebrate all the dates in May? Yeah. I think so. Very good. One way that we might not be celebrating is I'm reading about a potential gas shortage that could thwart your summer travel plans because... You know how businesses are having a hard time getting people to show up to work? I, I was hearing something about this earlier in the week. Companies are having a hard time finding drivers with a clean enough record and that have a CDL to be able to haul fuel to all the places that it needs to go. So it's not necessarily that there's not enough fuel to carry around, but not having enough people to carry it around can cause some disruption. I always love when I'm at the gas station and the, the guy pulls up and, you know, get, puts the hose and connects it in. It's just really interesting to me to sit there and watch. Yeah. Uh, Did you know, Sam, that I'm an experienced tank sticker? I knew this was coming. That was my I know, smile. I, I, I knew this I, was coming. I, I did not know. In the, old, in the olden days, they like now they might have something electronic or some floating Bluetooth thing like in there that'll tell you the yeah. tell you the level. In the olden days, we had to stick the tanks. It is true. To know how much fuel you had out there, you had to go get this long stick and stick it down in the tanks on the premium and the unleaded and the and the, the farm uh, the farm diesel, and then you had to write it down. Here's how much fuel we got left. That's how they knew how much to order. So you learn something every day. I told you this show is about knowledge. You do. Do that composting. You you got it all. Mm-hmm. Oh, I am well equipped <laughs> to take on the world. Uh, I learned last week. No, uh, maybe it was Monday. But recently learned that the three of us chose butter pecan as our uh, ice cream of choice. Yes. Well, right on cue, Dunkin' Donuts has a butter pecan sundae latte. So they're taking a butter pecan sundae. And they've put it in the form of a latte. Uh, Sam's nodding. Beads, you're shaking your head. I'm not necessarily sure that that is a nod as in. You're acknowledging what I'm telling you. You're not nodding as if you want it. I don't know. That that just to me does not sound. I don't know. It sounds a little too sweet for my my liking. Okay. What about if it's just the iced coffee instead (sighs) of the latte? Does that make it a little bit better or worse? A little bit. Because I actually probably prefer iced coffee to hot coffee, but. I don't know. I don't know that I would. I mean, if you give it to me, I'd drink it, but I'm not sure that I'm going to seek it out. All right. Got it. Uh, This story made me laugh from England. Uh, McDonald's robber demands chicken nuggets, but has to accept breakfast because it was way too early. So imagine this robber in England. Uh, He's been jailed for robbing McDonald's in England and making off with not only some cash, but also food. 
Not only did he get caught, he also wasn't able to get the meal that he wanted. So he goes in there and says, give me the money and give me chicken nuggets or somebody's going to get hurt. And somebody says, um, sorry, it's it's not. Uh, we're, we're serving only breakfast right now. All right, then. I'll take an Egg McMuffin. And some hash browns. <laughs> some, need some burritos. some hash browns. I'm not going to hurt anybody after all. It just it reminds me of the movie Tammy. Listen, if, exactly. Right? If, you're, if you're going to make a bold move like that, you be might. smart enough to know what time it is. I just love that he's stealing chicken nuggets of all things, too. Well, clearly, you've well, had the hungry. chicken nuggets. Well, you, you know how good they are. Yes, but here's $5. You can go get yourself a 10-piece. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> I was reading a thing earlier. I was reading a thing today about uh, when I was deciding of my many points to ponder. See, you all don't realize how many points to ponder you never learn of. You learn about one each day that I disclose to you, but you don't know all of the other ones. Well, see, that's why I'm glad you have your board now that we can – we get kind of – You get a bonus ponder. <laughs> yes. You do know I live with him, right? <laughs> you, you, get, you get a bonus ponder. I that's true. at some true. point I get that. <laughs> but <laughs> one of my – I read this morning that your rap name should be Lil and then whatever you spent money on last. So I thought to myself, well, that makes me Lil Egg McMuffin. <laughs> that's my rap name. Lil Gas. not fun at all. <laughs> Lil Gas, that's you. Mine's Lil Glasses. Uh, Lil Glasses. All right. Well, how about Lil, Lil Spectacles? That sounds okay. better. That better. Lil Spectacles sounds better than <laughs> Lil Glasses. And if you're in the school business, it uh, spelling is important. You know, we learned this from, and my my board today kind of refers to, one day math got hard in school and it never made sense again. Like, that's me. Like, I was cruising along. All right, you want to throw some times tables at me? No problem. Okay, we're doing them. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, you show up in class one day, and math class, you go, ooh, I, uh-uh. I don't, I don't know what all this is. And so it was hard. Well, spelling is kind of the same way. But if you're running a school, spelling is important. In Orange County, Florida, let the Florida education jokes begin. Photos of a fresh paint job in Orange County School Zone showed what was supposed to be the word school, but spelled as Skohall. <laughs> you had one job, and that was to keep the stencils in order, and you couldn't do it. Skohall. Skohall. So, Sam, don't you think it's important that schools know what they're doing? Yeah, because I have personal experience. When I was a senior in high school, my high school got added onto a got a new addition onto it. <laughs> and they were letting us know where to go to, and I even have the picture to, ba- to back it up, as they wanted to show us where the new classrooms were. But I remember our assistant principal came by, and he says, hey, do you see something wrong with this with this sign? And it's spelled C-L-A-S-R-O-O-M-S, so instead of two S's for classrooms. So what they did to fix it, because it was almost to the end of the school year, yeah. somebody just took a sticky note and wrote another S and just put a little <laughs> line here that there's supposed to be one right there. All right. Insert S here. for pro- Otherwise, you'd be lost and don't know what you were doing, right? Yes. All right. Keep your stencils straight when you're uh, painting words on the road. we got to get to a break. We'll come back. Got more on the way. Hang around here on In the Know.
Did you know? Coyotes can outpace roadrunners by 23 miles an hour. And That's my, not true. My entire childhood nope. has completely eroded. The foundation of everything that I thought I knew about the world. But roadrunners are clearly smart. I thought are this they? was going to be serious. I just had like a full-blown conversation over the week about coyotes. So really? I thought I was going to have something on that, but no. <laughs> I don't want to talk about real coyotes. I want to talk about <laughs> one coyote in particular. But yes, I guess while he had it all right there, he just... He wasn't smart enough to put it together. He bought all that stuff, but never bought the one thing that Acme should have delivered, which was a Roadrunner trap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> meet, meet. <laughs> he, he bought dynamite. He bought paint. He bought construction <laughs> materials. He was, I just want to know where he got all the money from. Just order the... Right? <laughs> Looney Tunes Amazon, (laughs) Uh, also known as as Acme. He kept Acme open for a long time. (laughs) Yes, yes, he did. Forrest Gump's ping pong paddle has sold at auction for $25,500. The paddle that Tom Hanks used to repair U.S. relations with China. I would have thought it would have been more than that. Don't forget, Forrest Gump single-handedly kept us out of a nuclear war with China. Do you have a new ping pong paddle now? No, it wasn't me. I, I mean, I am uh, intrigued. But the ping pong bat that the famous actor grabbed for his role as Gump hit the block a few weeks ago. The gavel just dropped for the final sale. The price is more than the experts at Julian's Auctions estimated that it'd go for. They thought it'd sell for 1000 or $2,000. But uh, as you know, many people are big fans of Forrest Gump, so it uh, drove, uh, drove the price up. Now, <clears throat> is it the one, I'm curious to know, is it the one that he used? Or the one that... Or the one that Mama said, just hold it. Yes. <laughs> just hold it so we, can cash, this, so we yes. can cash this check. <laughs> so um, it's, it hit uh, one of several paddles that Hanks used for filming, or if it's the uh, to true one of one, but it is a black gripped handle and red and black striking surfaces intact. And I, what's the line he does when he says, I like this ping pong paddle because this ping pong paddle is good. <laughs> <laughs> and cash the check. Gossip Girl reboot gets a July premiere date. <sighs> so what's that mean? Are you not happy about Gossip Girl coming back? Or are you glad Gossip Girl is coming back? Where are you on this? Um, I'm kind of split. I mean, love the show. Um, I've not been a huge fan of reboots, really, but I will try it. Okay, I I just I don't know a lot about it. Um, I've it, never seen not, any gossip. It's not girl, your deal. So. Dexter is back to yes. his serial killer ways. <laughs> Cannot wait. Yes. In a new teaser for a Showtime reboot. So both of you all are happy yes. about I, this. Oh, okay. I was a big. Well, I watched it on Netflix after the show had already ended, and mm-hmm. was a me too. Was a big fan. Yeah, I big fan. I, you all will not be surprised to learn that I have not seen any dexter either you, you, so. it's it's not for everyone no it's uh it's a little dark okay what would your guess be would i will i like it or will i not like that it? would be a that'd be more of a you question well no she'll know i just want to know what's your guess. i very much enjoyed it but i've had some people that did not like it uh, but there's a, there's one season with john lithgow that is fantastic as you know, I have pretty strong feelings on things so i'm just going to be I, really, I never knew that really for or really against huh. and Go ahead. But it, I mean, you wouldn't like necessarily some of the the darker 
side of it, yeah. but you would enjoy the intelligence of it. Hmm. All right. Well, that sounds like yeah. a Sophie's choice to me. You know, I might not like that part, but I might like some parts of it. So it'll be hard to see. We got to get to a break. We'll come back, continue to celebrate Derby Day. We're going to make our Derby uh, picks and then uh, also get you ready for the 147th running of the Kentucky Derby. Hang around here on In the Know. It's faster horses, younger women, older whiskey, more money. He smiled and all his teeth were covered with tobacco stains. He said it don't do men no good to pray for peace and rain. Peace and rain is just a way to save prosperity. Buffalo chips is all it means to me I told him I was a poet I was looking for the truth I do not care for horses, whiskey, women, or the loot I said I was a writer My soul was all on fire He looked at me and he said You are a liar Son, it's faster horses Younger women Older whiskey And more money MB's point to ponder for today you got to let that breathe. It's my favorite Tom T. Hall song. Well, I um, it's good advice. Just remember. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> MB's point to ponder for today. Who's going to win Kentucky Derby 147? We spent all week talking about, I, I mean, I gave you a couple of different ways. We talked about post position. We talked about odds. Yesterday, I distilled down to, I threw out the bad names left you with the best name. And so, Sam, have you decided? Yeah, so I'm <coughs> projecting that you're going to pick the same one, and I'm not sure if I will change your pick when I tell you why. I think you got to go with a favorite essential quality, as is going to win, and I know that's kind of a cop-out, but here's the reason why Brad Cox from Kentucky, and you'll appreciate this, he's a U.K. fan, and he also will never wear the color red. Mm. So, so there you go if, mm. if you want to. Okay. Uh, and then my other pick will be Medina Spirit. Out of the eight, uh, my grandma always said, you always pick the jockey who wears pink. Okay. Nice. So that's, Got it. That's it. So that's my semi-not popular one. All right. So is that your exacta, or are you just saying those are the two horses that I'm kind of picking to root for? Yes. That's the, mm-hmm. the latter part. Yeah, uh, yeah. No, both. You know what? That's what's going to happen. All right. One, two. Those two are going to One, finish. two. Okay. Miss mm-hmm. Buckles? Well, so I have three. That I really like. All right. So on Wednesday, I came back in. I had not really looked at anything. I had to make a quick decision on who I was going to pick, and I chose soup and sandwich because I was hungry, (laughs) and I love soup. Yep. But I'm sticking with soup and sandwich. You are. I am. All right. Um, I'm not crazy about silks, so before Misty and I, we would kind of go on silks or whatever. Right. But this horse is absolutely beautiful. Kind of younger than some of the others. Um, Love that one. The opening line on Soup and Sandwich was at 30 to 1, but enough Seinfeld fans have bet it down to 19 to 1. So it's not as bad a bet as you might have thought. I have taken the entire week to get where I wanted to go. My opening pick was Rock Your World. Uh, then I decided uh, I was going to bring Hot Rod Charlie into the conversation. And I am not willing to overlook the favorite. I've been cautiously looking at the favorite all week, but I'm not willing to pick the favorite out by himself because there's no money to be made on a favorite. 
But that is going to be my box. I will box Essential Quality, Rock Your World, and Hot Rod Charlie. I have not decided if I will anchor Essential Quality and then have a wheel underneath that, or if I'm just gonna if I'm just gonna bet that entire try in any particular order. I'll make that decision closer to time tomorrow. See, I was expecting you to go Mandaloon because it has it. When I hear that, I think a Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. And yeah, with you being that. a Star Wars fan, I thought that that's what I would have projected you to go with. Well, but then yesterday you talked. My other two like are Hidden Stash, obviously, female trainer. So you kind of, as a female, kind of have to go with that. Still some long odds um, on Hidden Stash this morning, though. Well, and then so my third is Brooklyn Strong. Um, beautiful horse. The silks are almost a Tiffany blue, which I'm a big fan of. Um, Essential Quality is a really good-looking horse, too. I pulled that picture this morning of it. Um, By the way, um, here's what we're going to do today because, uh, one, it it could cause problems for our viewers if we do it. But right after we finish today, we're going to do Dan Vogelberg's Run for the Roses. All right, sometimes that finds its way into the show, but sometimes we get problems with that audio. So I'm going to, um, I am going to... Uh, save Dan Fogelberg for after. But then I also always love Ben Solis' version of My Old Kentucky Home, so we may squeeze that uh, we may squeeze that in just a moment before we go. Sam, you got you, you got something you got something Kentucky you got something Derby Day, some video asset or anything we can use when we as we listen to My Old Kentucky Home? Can you find something like that? Okay, very good. All right, we don't have to do that yet. We'll do that here in just a no, no let's do it. I, I got I gotta I gotta hear it. I can't I can't wait. Are you ready? Here we go. Let's see. By and by, hard times coming knocking at the door. In my old Kentucky home, good night. We no more, my lady. Oh, we no more today. Sing one more song for the old Kentucky home. For the old Kentucky home. Powered by Heritage Media of Kentucky, WKHG Litchfield, Kentucky, USA. 104.9 FM, the Twin Lakes Best Man, K105. Your news starts now. Home. Good 
Today's highlight in history, this date in 1975, the Vietnam War ended as the South Vietnamese capital of Saigon fell to communist forces. George Washington took the oath of office this date in 1789. Oath of office as the president of the United States, by the way. Mm -hmm. Uh, Let's see, birthdays today. Isaiah Thomas, basketball Hall of Famer, is 60 today. Akon is 48. Johnny Galecki is 46. So you either like Johnny Galecki the most as Russ Griswold or as Leonard Hofstetter. (laughs) Uh, Kristen Dunst is 39 today, and Travis Scott is 30. Gone but not forgotten. Uh, Johnny Horton, born in 1925. Cloris Leachman, who we just lost back in January, was born in 1926. Johnny Horton actually had a uh, chart topper on his birthday. He was number one in 1960 on this date with Sink the Bismarck. I like the other Johnny Horton song better. Um, I don't know that one. Yeah. In 1814, we took a little there. trip. Okay. Let's go to 1969. See, Isley Brothers, number one. It's your thing. Is that your favorite Isley Brothers song? It's a good one. It's a good one. I don't know. Shout's in there. I don't know if I can throw. I, it'd be hard for me to shove shout aside for It's Your Thing. It's quite a dilemma for me. Let's go to 1978 and the Bee Gees with Night Fever. This is almost better than saying a lot. Almost. It's pretty it good. Yeah. It's pretty good. It doesn't get the fame. He's staying alive is always going to be king because I think to the scene in the office, which is hilarious. Uh, no, no, yeah. yeah. Plus, yeah, it's what you got to use to do perform CPR. Oh, yeah. You know, so <laughs> then there's that. Yeah, absolutely. Sign of the Times print in '87. Alanis Morissette, ironic in '96. 2005, Kenny Chesney, anything but mine. And happy Pharrell Williams was number one seven years ago today. Don't forget, for those of you that want to hear Dan Fogelberg's run for the roses to get you ready for Derby weekend, it's coming right up here in just a moment. Uh, MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Happiness is a place between too much and too little. Happiness is a place between too much and too little. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Look forward to seeing you back here on Monday for another edition of our show. For Sam Gormley, for Beej, I'm MB, and now you're in the know.